plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Wednesday, and usually we talk about some book that I've been researching. And this week I'm reading and researching a book on metabolic autophagy, or basically on all the mechanisms that can increase your cellular cellular repair and rejuvenation processes that are highly, highly related to longevity and avoiding all the diseases of of old age. Not uh, maybe canceling them, but delaying till the very, 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 very last years of your life. So that's what I'm reading. And that's the book that we're going to be talking about next Wednesday. This Wednesday, I want to talk about something different that's been on my mind a lot lately. You know, you might have heard about such things as vegan diet, vegetarian diet, paleo diet, keto diet, and all these other diets that have the same thing to tell you, that they know the way that our ancestors used to eat during caveman times or uh, maybe a little bit later, maybe a little bit earlier than that. And that's why you should avoid certain groups. That's why you should eat more animal foods or that's why you should eat more plant foods. Uh, You can hear all of that from almost any diet camp out there. And it's funny, right, that one camp recommends to uh, eat almost, you know, most of your food from animal foods. The other camp recommends to eat almost all of your food from um, plant foods and they kind of in war against each other. And you on the sides um, think, what's going on? Like, did our ancestors had completely different diets? And actually they did. You know, if you look across the world uh, right now at people, at um, people who live life that is really similar to, well, at least from uh, what we know uh, about caveman times, 
If you look across the globe at people who live the lifestyle that is really close to natural um, lifestyle, um, you know, those uh, tribes and uh, aboriginals that live in Australia, in Africa, or Canada, like Inuits, for example, if you look at those people, they actually have very different diet depending where they live. And what is common among all these people is they their diet is based on what's available there, where they are. And it makes Makes sense, right? Because they didn't have food industry, and they eat what they can hunt or they can gather, or you know, get any other possible ways. They don't really—they're not picky eaters. They just trying to survive and get all the food, all the nutrition that they can get their hands off to survive and procreate and um, thrive. And that, because of that, their diets, again, are very, very different, like what some tribes in um, Africa might have as their primary source of nutrition might be different. And of course, it's going to be much, much different from what people in Canada eat, like Inuits, you know, their most of their foods is marine animals, their fats, uh, most of the calories come from uh, marine animals, fats, and then also, you know, some meat, of course, some protein, and but then also um, some maybe berries or roots, some plant material that they can find, but because the um, environmental weather conditions are really, really harsh there. They cannot find a lot of plant foods. That's why most of their foods are plant foods and most of their calories come from fats and they're probably the closest people, the original keto people. But if you look at people who live in Africa, you know, some people like Maasai, uh, that's a tribe in Africa, uh, get most of their calories from dairy products, uh, but but then also from from other animal products. And then uh, some people like Hadza, for example, also a um, tribe in Africa, that they get most of their calories from all kinds of tubers and other plant materials. And then they hunt and then they get some meat. But you know, we humans are still not really good hunters and we never were really. So I highly really doubt that we were hunting most of our foods because even with sophisticated tools, any cheetah would outrun us and outkill uh, everything uh, around it. Um, we were not and we are still not great hunters. So we probably were not hunting a lot of stuff, but we were gathering maybe tubers, maybe seafood in in some shallow waters, maybe some mollusks, uh, oysters, or, you know, some small fish that we could find. I don't know, you know, it's a speculation. Just like any other scientist, we think about things, and we look at the evidence, and then uh, we make conclusions, but those conclusions are not uh, truth written in stone. Those are, are still theories. And what you find, the common thing about all those people, again, they eat food, that is available there seasonally, locally. And depending on that, um, they build their diet. And that is what's common. They do not all eat a lot of animal products. They do not eat a lot of the same plant foods. Uh, and saying that our ancestors ate certain foods only, and that's where always was their primary source of nutrition, that just nonsense that could never happen. Um, and so I, a lot of people ask me, so what's the best diet? You know, what products should I avoid? You know, what foods should I avoid? I'd better say, and what diet camp kind of thing I should 
join? Like, should it be paleo? Should it be vegan, vegetarian, you know, somewhere in between? Should I go keto? Uh, and guys, I don't know, and nobody really knows what food was mostly around back then. And again, it was probably a huge variety of different foods, depending on the location of people around the globe. We don't know what people ate exactly. And we will probably never know that. But what we do know that was not available to anyone back then and still not available to people living mostly uh, that original caveman lifestyle, processed foods. Like there was no food industry. There was no stores open 24-7. We were not eating all the time. We were probably fasting and we did not do it on schedule at all. We would find food, we would eat it without thinking about calories, portions or whatsoever. We had food, we eat it, we ate it. And then we were, you know, fasting and starving ourselves till our next meal came around and we never knew where that was coming And that's why probably we're so good at storing energy as fat because, you know, we never knew where food would come from. And that's what you would expect when you don't have food industry and stores open everywhere, right? So the only thing we can be sure of is that there was no processed foods. There was no food industry. And all of our food, 100% of it, was coming from whole foods and if you want to choose the best, the healthiest diet, the diet that is closest to our ancestral diet, then today start getting whole foods and cooking your food from it entirely, as close to 100% as possible. Uh, if you think that is difficult and time-consuming, uh then, you know, find a good place that that cooks whole foods in the simplest, simplest possible form and go and eat there. Uh, and remember that our ancestors had it much, much worse. They actually had to hunt their food or gather their food and then do all sorts of stuff to cook it properly to get the nutrients out of it. Now it's much, much more easier. You go, you show up maybe like once, twice a week, uh, and then you you might even, you know, cook it for several meals, uh, maybe a couple, three times a week, and you're done. It's not that difficult. You just got to and the simpler your cooking is, the less time you spend on it and the more nutrition you get from it and the better it's going to be for you. And by whole foods, I mean, you know, foods that you find in nature as close to their natural state as possible. Greens and vegetables, whole fruits, whole nuts and seeds, whole meats, whole fish, uh, all these foods that were once growing or alive and running and flying and jumping and swimming. Uh, so all of that is whole food. And that what healthy eating, healthy diet is all about. And if you want to activate our ancestral uh heritage, our ancestral health and mobility and agility and strength and become uh, physically at least the best that you can possibly be, eat as close uh, to 100% whole foods as possible. Cook, it, cook, it, you cook your food in a smart way, meaning do not overcook it, what is not supposed to be uh, overcooked because you destroy nutrients, some nutrients while cooking too. Uh, try to amplify and enrich 
foods by cooking. Like, for example, if you cook carrots or uh, tomatoes, right, lycopene and beta-carotene would be uh, more available than from, for example, raw carrots or uh, raw tomatoes. But, for example, if you um, boil something in water, making some kind of soup, do not throw away that water because a lot of vitamins like vitamin C, for example, and other water-soluble vitamins will leak into that water. If you throw away the water, then you throw away most of the vitamins. But that's, you know, that just some simple things before cooking anything or when you cook something for the first time, I I would recommend to Google, you know, best way to preserve, you know, vitamins, minerals, whatever in that kind of food or best way to cook that food or the healthiest way, you know, think about it and Google it. You can find anything these days. But the most important thing is when you're thinking about um, changing your diet for a healthier one. Don't think about should you go paleo or vegan and vegetarian or keto? Should you join some other fancy next think diet camp? No. Think about making your diet as close to whole to 100% whole food based as possible. Start eating foods, not food products. And that's how you how you get as close to as possible to our ancestral diet. Not by eliminating certain foods because some, you know, guru, some great thinker thinks that that is how our ancestors used to eat. There are a lot of theories. Some of them are better. Some of them are worse. But there is no theory that is 100% true. And we humans... Our power is uh, in thriving on variety of different kinds of foods. And we can thrive on vegan diet. We can thrive on keto diet. We can thrive on high-carb diet. We can thrive on a uh, high-fat diet. But what we cannot thrive is the diet that is high in processed foods. And by processed foods, I, of course, mean all the junk foods, all the foods with a lot of sugars, with a lot of processed grains, with a lot of additives, preservatives, colorings, flavorings, all that stuff. But I also talk about processed healthy foods, quote-unquote, because, you know, what is healthy? It's a very undefinable term. Processed foods can be marketed as healthy and can be made from healthy ingredients too, you know, um, like, for example, protein powder, right, uh, good quality protein powder. <clears throat> it's made from good materials, but it's still a powder and it's still highly processed. Or, for example, coconut oil, you'd better off eating coconuts, not coconut oil. And that's the difference, um, you know, between healthier processed foods and processed foods that is pure junk, like... I don't know, Oreo cookies. Um, so most of your food should be not marketed healthy, but should be whole foods. That is, And that is the healthiest foods that you can be eating. So, and again, if you decide to go, I don't know, more plant-based, more vegetarian, more vegan, um, it doesn't mean that now you're allowed to eat all kinds of vegan and vegetarian uh, processed foods like soy, bur soy burgers or um, um, other animal products or maybe tons of juices and smoothies. It's still processed. Eat your foods. Chew your food. And eat whole foods that were cooked and preserved in the best possible way with the least shit added to it. And that's how you eat the healthiest diet, guys. 
So again, if you try that, 100% of your food, eat it whole and cooked in a smart, appropriate way, I guarantee you that you're going to see the um, level of health that you have never seen before. And if you have any questions about, you know, what is whole food, what is processed foods, what is a good way to cook for our food to preserve nutrition and amplify it compared to ways like, for example, deep frying or overcooking something like, let's say, broccoli or Brussels sprouts and destroying most of the vitamins, you know, if you have any questions about that, Always feel free to reach out, Angela, to create yourself that today or any social media. My Instagram is super popular and super active. Twitter account, also amazing. So find me and or email me and ask a question and start eating whole foods. And that is the closest diet to our ancestors. Uh, and another thing to consider before you go, guys, we didn't used to have that level of obesity, metabolic diseases, degenerative diseases, uh, as we have now. And if you look at two things that correlates really, really well, well, one thing that correlates really, really well with the rise of those metabolic and degenerative diseases, it's the amount of processed food we eat. If you look back, let's say, 100 years ago, we didn't have all these diseases, even though we didn't count calories, we barely knew any vitamins and minerals, we didn't know a shit about our the kind of proteins or the kinds of fats or whatever. We didn't have all that. But what we did have is a lot of food was still cooked, was still really little processed, was most of it was still cooked at home from whole ingredients. Uh, so our food industry was at the very, very beginning, and most of our foods was still whole foods cooked in a, uh, you know, in a good way, preserving most of its nutrition. And then the more our food industry developed, the more uh, processed foods we got in our food supply, the more and more obesity rates increase. And right now, for example, there are there is, uh, according to statistics, somewhere around 1.5 billion people that are obese. So guys, obesity is not stopping, it's still growing, and our food industry, food industry is still growing too, getting more and more food products uh, in our grocery carts, uh, in our fridges, in uh, on the shelves of our supermarkets, so think about it. Food industry develops, gets us more and more convenience and processed foods, and our waistlines continue to increase, and so do degenerative diseases, brain diseases, heart diseases, and uh, all sorts of metabolic diseases and disasters. So, so think about it and stop eating processed foods and stop trying to find another miracle diet food camp and just start eating whole foods and I guarantee you your health gonna skyrocket if you follow this advice. That's it for today guys. Have an awesome Wednesday. Stay focused. It's middle of the week. Stay focused on your nutrition, on your health and of course on your life and all the amazing things that you will accomplish if you take care of yourself of course. So stay focused, stay tuned into your best self. Take care of yourself. And as usual, 
Till next time, eat better daily.